On this episode, we're going to discuss the differences between a giver's community versus a taker's community and what the three types of giver's communities are. I'm Devin Hers. Welcome to this week's DMC Marketing Nugget. Get ready for insider secrets and tactics from successful business owners and industry titans. Welcome your host with the most, marketing master, best-selling author, CEO of DNC and Printivision, the guy that wants your business to thrive, Devin Hers. All right, welcome to another episode of the DMC Marketing Nugget. Today's guest was born in 1956 in Chicago, Illinois. His humble beginnings were that of a son of a milkman. At age 16, he started his business career at a commission sales job selling janitorial services to business owners. At the age of 19, he met Sam Robbins, a millionaire businessman from Detroit, and began working for Sam at the House of Holland Jewelers in the diamond business. He became chairman of the House of Holland Jewelers at age 21. Years later, after starting several companies, hosting a radio show, consulting businesses, becoming a commercial pilot, and he even established a wildlife sanctuary, welcome founder and patriarch of the Givers University, E.A. Solkovitz. Welcome, E.A. Devin, thank you so much for having me on the show and uh, look forward to sharing some great nuggets with your listeners. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate having you here, having you here. And um, obviously I just went through some of your background, but would love to hear how you got started in this focus and a little bit more about you and your beginnings. Thank you. Uh, actually, uh, I, you know, I, I was son of a milkman. I, li I lived in the Chicagoland area, born and raised there. And my father, it was a had his own delivery truck back then milk came in glass containers uh you know and there was glass gallons they probably went to plastic because of how many i broke helping my father on his route when i was five years old but uh nonetheless he you know had his own business and delivered milk to people's homes and, uh, and then at 19 i was very fortunate uh while being a janitor i was able to be bonded and one of the homes i cleaned every single wednesday uh because i was bondable insurable basically uh, if you ever saw the movie The Founder with Michael Keaton, he plays Ray Kroc, which, by the way, a lot of Hollywood spin in the movie. But uh, Ray Kroc, Michael Keaton, is talking to a lady outside his office all through the whole movie. That lady's name is June Martino. That's the lady whose house I cleaned every Wednesday. And uh, when I met her, she had the third most controlling stock in McDonald's. And she told me about the huge influence that Ray had on her, on, uh, on her life. And I thought, you know, if I could just find out Ray Kroc, if I could just find someone. I, I don't even know what I don't know. All I know for sure is I don't know it. That's all I know. And uh, it wasn't a few months later then, uh, you know, I was able to meet uh, my mentor and uh, he uh, basically began to put together the, you know, son of a milkman, burnt out janitor wires and rewired in my mind. Um, and by me just listening to him, which is why I became such a huge advocate for people like Devin, people that are mentors for people and people that are coaches, uh, in my world, if you don't have a mentor or a coach, we have a word for that. We call it naive. That's what we call it. You need a mentor. You need a coach. Uh, and I can tell you the influence it had on my life just because I was intelligently ignorant. I just listened to him because I knew I didn't know what it was and, uh, you know, was able to become very successful at an early age. Just wasn't because of me. It was because of what he taught me and I listened. So yes, it's so important to have people to look up to. And uh, we may have some commonalities there. One of my mentors by the name of Tom Feltenstein, I've mentioned him many times in my program. Uh, he worked side by side with Ray Kroc actually in McDonald's, huh? helping out with the Happy Meal and, and working on the four walls of what goes on inside of McDonald's. So uh, that 
definitely resonates with me as, as Tom had instilled a lot of information to me and uh, helps us day to day with our business. So I, I love hearing that. And um, now when you focus on the givers communities versus takers communities, what are the, the true differences there that you see? Uh, the first thing is identifying the difference between a giver and a taker. Uh, and it's what we really teach at Givers University. First of all, I say to our listeners, your listeners, we love everybody. I say it emphatically, we love everybody. But we teach people a skill not being taught today. It's a discernment skill. How to separate the person who we love from their deeds, which we may not love. And by actually observing their specific deeds, the things they do, not the things they say. And we even do this by checklists, observation checklists. Watch them doing these things. And when you see them doing certain things, then discern, should I bring them closer into my life? Or when I see them doing other things, certain things, maybe I should begin respectfully, not rude or nasty, respectfully distancing myself because if I bring them closer into my life, they're gonna work havoc on me. And next thing you know, I'll be stomping out fires not of my making and stress level is gonna go up every time I hear their name. So uh, we teach people how to discern in their relationships. So we don't judge people givers and takers. You know, We don't label people. What we're doing is we're labeling deeds. We say giver, we're identifying giver deeds, taker, taker deeds, and hence the word community to your question. Um, I ask your listeners if they've had this happen. Have you had someone say, join our community, be in our community. We're all of the like same mind. And then you join and within hours later, they're trying to sell you everything under the sun, right? That's not a community. That's a customer list. That's a prospect list, right? So why are you baiting and switching me? Call it what it is. If I'm interested, I'll stay on your list. But if I'm not, don't call it a community when it's a customer list. So we identify those as taker list, uh, taker communities, because really, Devin, they're designed to take something from you, right? By contrast, sure. a giver community is dramatically, dramatically different. Uh, and we use the word Junto, spelled J-U-N-T-O. And, uh, and the Junto is actually a Spanish word from the 1600s, picked up by Ben Franklin, 1700s. And basically, anytime a couple of people get together for the same purpose or same commonality, that meeting is called a Junto, or that group would be identified as a Junto. Uh, and so what we do is we help people begin to identify who they should have around them and how to build that community of the right kind of people around them. You know, today we have businesses opening and closing. You see it all the time, Devin. Opening and closing faster than ever before in history. Products being antiquated overnight. When we're all done, what do we have left but our relationships? And no one's teaching how do we surround ourselves with the right kind of people? 
few interviews back, this guy said, wow, this is great. I love this. Take her, give her stuff. And this is great. I, I, you know, I, I was, I read a book said I should have five good people around me. I said, you should, which five? And all of a sudden he stared at me with his blank look. I said, you see my point? No one's teaching which five. So we get into what are those things? So we have three kinds of Juntos that we specifically help people for. And Devin, these are just, these are templates. They're hundreds and hundreds of different kinds of Juntos in community. So we use those these as a way to sort of get people going and help them start. I'm going to download a little bit quick in our interest of time because Golden Nuggets is what your show is all about. So I want to keep it, you know, I, I want to keep it nugget related as opposed to boulder related <laughs> or mountain related. Right? So, yeah, so based on, I want to share with the listeners, they can get an elongated version of everything I'm going to say in the next couple of minutes. Go to our YouTube channel. It's one word, Givers University. It's all free. Just type in Givers University with no space. The top playlist is called How to Form Your Own Givers Community. That consists of 21 two-minute clips. The very first two-minute clip is, what's the difference between a giver community and taker community? And we walk them all the way through in two-minute clips, step-by-step. How do you form the right kind of community you want around you for whatever reason? And then once it's formed, what do you do then? When the last four episodes are even on two minute clips are on the agenda. What do you do once it's formed? You know, I'm sure you've seen this, Devin, where, you know, in Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, he talks about a mastermind group, right? right? I've seen many people get together and then like in two or three months, they just sort of dissipate and fall apart. You know, it just sort of goes by the wayside. And that's always interested me. And I realized Napoleon Hill masterfully says what a mastermind is, but he doesn't say how to do it. What do you do? Right. You know, so that's what we have actually granularly put together. This is how you form the mastermind group on steroids. So any of your group that are listening, uh, those in marketing, executives that want to get the right people around you, this is how you do it. And I'm going to break it down in seven steps. Remember all of this long version at our YouTube channel, absolutely free. Listen to it. Enjoy it. Right. First, there's three kinds of Juntos we identify. We talk about the greater Junto, which is any size and number of people worldwide. Good example might be Salvation Army, VFW, Lions Club, getting together for common purpose and interests around the world, right? Next would be a Givers Insider Junto. That's two to 12 members, much more uh, confidential, much more intimate, know more about each other, more detailed, more relationship, close relationship driven. The third is the Givers Millionaire Junto, and those are actually two to 12 vetted millionaires that get together for a common purpose and a common interest. So a little background on each one of those, just to give you a quick example, and then to go through the quick seven steps that, you know, how do you form them? What, do you, what are the seven steps you go through to do this thing, right? Everyone sure. is interested in having the right people around them. Everyone is interested in having the right community and, and how important that is in our life. Um, a, a good example of an insider community would be back in uh, the 1700s, actually 1727, Benjamin Franklin formed a, um, a group of 12 friends. They got together every Friday for two hours. He named that group the Mutual Improvement Club. Later on, he named it as Junto. Later on, he named it the Leather Apron Club. They got together every two for two hours every Friday, 12 people. They talked about everything, politics, morals, ethics, business, across the board. Interestingly enough, 
our very Declaration of Independence can arguably be traced back to the conversations that happened at Benjamin Franklin's Junto. So no one can tell me 12 people getting together cannot be a powerful thing. Uh, now, a, an example of the millionaire Junto was not only the relationship I had with my mentor, that was a millionaire uh, Junto. Uh, another example would be in 1915, Henry Ford put together a Junto, consisted of him, Thomas Edison, the inventor, Harvey Firestone, Firestone Tires, John Burroughs, who was a writer, a poet, and also a federal ex bank examiner. So he must have been the money guy. But anyway, so, and Henry Ford named his Junto the Four Vagabonds. And uh, it actually became quite public, as a matter of fact. Uh, and and these, so these are important communities that people get together and surround themselves with. And th that's just three examples. There's many. We teach people how to do this absolutely free. We don't want anything for it. We know the value in having the right people around you and how they will influence you in unspoken ways in business, socially, and even in your family. The seven steps of forming a Junto. It spells the word discern. It's an acronym, D-I-S-C-E-R-N. Each step is one of the letters, right? So D, decide. You got to decide who do you want to have in your community? What, how do you do that? How do you decide? You know, it's like I said before, which five, right? We have an actual checklist that we give away that's called the 25 do's. This is a list of the 25 deeds to watch people doing. And you can actually go down the checklist and make marks on the left and the right and on the bottom total it. And you're already down the right path as to whether they should maybe be a part of your closer community or even having a relationship with them as opposed to respectfully distancing yourself. Remember, we don't judge people. We look at and observe deeds. Big difference. So the D is for decide. Who are you going to have in your community? I is for invite. How do you invite them? What do you say? Right? S is for seed. This is really critical. It's part of the glue for long term. Every Junto, every community should have expectational agreements that everyone agrees to upfront and agrees to hold themselves accountable to and everyone in the group. So if there was 12 people in the group, as an example, they all have agreed upfront that there are certain things they are committed to and will commit to and hold each other accountable for. So that's seeding. These are expectational agreements. We give examples of what these agreements would even be as templates in that YouTube uh, playlist I mentioned, the how to form your own giver junto. Right? The C in discern is convene. Get together on a regular basis, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. Convene on a regular basis. C is for convene. E is establish it. Give it a name. When you give it a name, you make it real. Uh, ben Franklin's Leather Apron Club. Right? Henry Ford's The Four Vagabonds. Establish it with a name. Give it a name. Right? The next is rotate. R. R is for rotate. Have a different chairperson at every meeting. Every meeting, someone else should be chairing the meeting not the same person meeting the meeting. And N is for numbers. Begin to seed other Juntos so that you can contribute, not take resources, but contribute to those other ones. So again, decide, invite, seed, convene, establish, rotate, and numbers. All of that in an elongated version are in those 21 two-minute clips at the YouTube channel. I love that you uh, practice what you preach. You just gave us a, a lot of amazing nuggets there and you are a giver. So I appreciate that. And I think it's so true in the business world, 
and even in personal life, right? You want to have people that you're surrounded by that are givers that are actually going to care and provide you a positive versus a negative. So I think that's amazing information. Now, I know you've done a lot of podcasts and a lot of uh, different content that you put on there, uh, out there, which is amazing. Uh, to be doing 200 plus of these in over a year's time is pretty wild. Right now, what is your focus um, You know, when you're looking for new clients or you're kind of taking a back seat and just putting out great content? What is it that uh, in your business right now that you're focusing on? Well, we're, Givers University is an online university. So we have courses, specifically one that's called uh, Give to Be Great. That's our foundational course. And the, the Give to Be Great is a series of three courses. Basically, you can be great by giving, not taking. The first one's called The Giver's Mindset, then The Giver's Lifestyle, then The Giver's Lifelong Learning. Each of those are online courses that are available. So we're certainly focused in that area. Uh, and we have some very exciting uh, aspects that we're going to be introducing into this fall, having to do with The Giver's University Labor of Love and uh, the directions we're going to be going. And we actually have a 30-year plan month by month exactly where Givers University will be over the next 30 years. That's wonderful. Absolutely cool. And I know that you have some uh, additional freebies. You mentioned them at the beginning of the show. So I want to just bring those up again that they can find out at your website as well at giversuniversity.com. So that's a Givers Toolbox. Do you want to discuss that a little bit further? Sure. Um, when they go to our website, again, giversuniversity.com, learn more about us and what we do there. Uh, they can subscribe to our newsletter. It's free. We are not spammers. So the moment they subscribe, they're going to get an email that says, do you want to talk to Givers University? If they don't respond to that, that's the end of the communications. They'll get nothing else from us, right? I hate that. You sign up for something and you're getting six emails a day from them. They're blowing up your email, right? So uh, so we don't spam. And then once a week, oh, by the way, as soon as they answer that and say, yes, I want to talk to Givers University, two hours later, they'll get a download and it's that 25 dues checklist I mentioned print it off. It's free. Pr print it off, put it in your pocket, share it with others, help people begin to discern in their relationships. So critical. Every Thursday thereafter, only on Thursday morning, we send out the Giver's Toolbox. It's a five-minute read. It's nothing complicated. Just once a week on Thursday morning. And basically, it's another tool every week that those that are subscribers are able to get a new tool they can add into the Relationship Toolbox every single week, once a week. It's absolutely free across the board. We love doing it. And uh, we know the value in putting it out there and giving to other people and contributing in other lives. Yeah, that's uh, another reason why we do this show. We want to give out the information as much as possible and, and provide the tips and tricks that we've learned, uh, the positives, even some of the negatives that we've been through. So we're able to uh, pass that information on to our, our uh, viewers out there. So let me throw a little uh, curveball at you here. If there was anything that you could tell yourself as a, a younger you uh, to do something differently, what would that be? Well, I, I appreciate that question. And I, I would I would say to have learned the three phrases my mentor taught me and even started saying those earlier in my life. Uh, my mentor 40 decades ago, 40 decades, 40 years ago, <laughs> four decades, 40 decades, man, this is crazy. He really pretty good, man. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of value in working out. Anyway, so the- <laughs> but, uh, A lot of value in so giving, my, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, my mentor taught me and talked me into saying these three phrases, and I share them with your listeners. 
because as fortunes come and go in all of our lives, and we're all going to be tackled a thousand times, these three phrases helped me, and I would like to have learned them even a few years earlier, uh, but I would say I'm thankful I learned them. And every day I say these phrases to myself, and they have impacted my life hugely. And I share these three simple phrases with your listeners, and I pray that they begin to pick them up and use them and watch how it helps you every day. And these are the three phrases. I will never give up. I will keep rising up and I will always overcome. Dig it. Dig it. I mean, I think just that, that positive reinforcement, telling yourself those things uh, as business owners, we go through ups and downs and sometimes you're a little scared of what's to be next. Things change so quickly. So uh, being able to, to write those down and something that you can read off to yourself every day, I know that that mindset definitely helps you out through your day-to-day -day, uh, interactions. Sure does. Thank you so much for having me on your great show, Devin. Yeah, no problem, EA. It was great to have you here and uh, appreciate all the nuggets. So make sure you go get uh, the Giver's Toolbox. We're giving away free information, free checklists, free things that are going to help you out, not only in business and life. Uh, it's great to have you here, EA. Thank you very much again. Thank you. And as we say at Giver's University, don't have a good day. Have your best day ever. All right. Well, all you out there, have your best day ever. And you can go ahead and find us on your favorite streaming platform. And be sure to share, like, and subscribe for more DMC Marketing Nuggets. And visit dmcmarketingnugget.com to view all of our past episodes. Here's to your success.